In the past, we talked about how Apple Podcasts made some changes and evaporated a large amount of your audience. And so today, what we're talking about is, hey, that kind of like sucked out some of my motivation. I realize that it's still my same audience. It just looks different, but I'm kind of not feeling it as much when it comes to my podcast. How do you stay motivated when you've lost some of your spark for your podcast? Well, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about some things that will just suck the life out of your podcast. And also, I did the math, and I'm going to share how much of a hit my podcast took thanks to our good friends at Apple Podcast. And it hurts. Let's start the show. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is where we talk about planning your show, launching your show, growing your show, and if you want to monetize your show, my website, schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER when you sign up to save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And so, yeah, a lot of people got the wind knocked out of them. And I know I did the little analogy of like, hey, if 10 people were pushing a heavy car up a steep hill, you'd think they were strong. And then if you found out later that seven of them, you know, there were only seven, not 10, you'd think, wow, those people are even stronger. So I I said, see, your audience is, is really more engaged than you thought. And there are still people that are like, yeah, but the numbers, oh my goodness. So we're going to talk about how do I stay motivated doing my podcast when it just hurts, Dave, it hurts. And so the question you really need, and I don't mean you should, I mean, you need to answer this question. Why are you doing a podcast and answer it honestly? Not, you know, if your actual honest answer is, I just want the world to, okay, that's fine. But in many cases, I hear people like, I just want to help. And then later you find out, fill my pocketbook. And again, nothing wrong with that. You just need to honestly identify why am I doing this? Now, here are some potential answers. Maybe I want to be seen as an expert or a thought leader. Maybe you want to grow your network. And that's where doing interview shows are phenomenal for that because you get to talk to people who you have no business talking to. Maybe you want to grow your reach. So that could be your social media, it could be newsletters, it could be followers of your show, because you do have a global audience. Maybe you want to find customers for your products. Great use of that. In my opinion, the number one way to make money with your podcast is not through the MP3 file, but by building a relationship with your audience who then need your product. Number five, we're going to talk about this today. Maybe I just want to have fun. I know. Uh, Or maybe I just want to be heard. I can't get any press to cover my awesome story, the subject that needs to get out there. I just watched uh, two documentaries on Netflix. Uh, One was about how awful the meat in America is just not safe. And I was like, holy cow, I'm going vegan. And then I watched another documentary on Netflix called Poisoned, which explained all of our fruit is bad. So I'm just not going to eat anymore. And then number seven is maybe you're doing this as a fun way to learn a subject. I sometimes call this a journey podcast. I'm going to be doing one of these here shortly. I used to build websites 
many, many, many moons ago in the world of Microsoft Front Page and Dreamweaver. Yes. And I'm going to be starting up a show called Your Podcast Website. You can find out more about that at yourpodcastwebsite.com. Got the artwork ordered from my buddy Mark over at podcastbranding.co. Sent out a survey, all that stuff. And that's something else. Can we take a quick 10-second tangent just for, honest, just 10 seconds? Oh, for crying out loud, here comes another 10-second tangent. 10 seconds indeed. Such absolute rubbish. So on this Your Podcast website, one of the things I'm going to be doing on this show is I've always wanted to really document the planning, launching, and growing of a podcast and then report it back. So you'll be hearing different segments about yourpodcastwebsite.com in the future. So if you ever wondered what that's like, come along for the journey. Again, this is a journey podcast to bring it back to some of the ways you benefit or the reasons why you would want to start a podcast, but you have to know your why. Why, Dave, do I need to know my why? Because if you don't get your why, you're going to run out of gas. You're going to run out of steam. You're just going to go, ah, and then just quit. So the other thing is I've lost my motivation. And so to decide, do I want to keep going? Ask yourself, am I achieving any of the goals for my podcast? And if the answer is no, then you have to ask yourself another question. And it's really a thought about this, this next statement. This is it. It's either a timing issue. Maybe you have a great, there are many, many examples of shows that should have been hits, but they were up against Cheers or Friends, or it was a movie and it was up against Titanic. Like sometimes it's just timing. Sometimes it's a content issue. You're just not delivering what people want. Maybe it's the way it's delivered. That's from the book Listenable. He talks about really podcasting boils down to two things, the content and the delivery. I'm adding timing to that. And I'm also adding promotional. Maybe you're not promoting it in a way that's getting to the people who need to see it. So you're like, am I getting any of these? No, not really. Okay. Well, is this a timing issue, a content issue, a delivery issue, or promotion issue? And also, this is a big one. Did you change anything in the, again, going back in the timing? Have you changed it now? It used to be every week and now it's twice a month. Uh, is it, did you do anything with the content? Oh, now we're doing this and that instead of the old stuff. Okay. Well, I used to, you know, do it in kind of a more NPR style. And now we're just keeping it real, man. It's just two people talking. Okay. Did you do something different? And if so, that might be the reason why things changed. So I looked at my stats from January of 2023 to January of 2024, because, you know, that month is done. And the School of Podcasting lost 45% of my audience. And again, I didn't lose them. They're still there. Think of it this way. We used to count people by their legs. So if I had two people, I had four legs and I was like, okay, I got four legs. And uh, now we count them by their heads. Okay. How many people we got? Two. Well, okay. So it's the same audience. We're just counting them a little different. The show I do on Saturday, it's live called ask the podcast coach lost 52% 
And again, lost is in quotation marks because they didn't go anywhere. And then the show I do that I kind of had been experimenting with for a couple of years, it's a short show. All the episodes are nine minutes or less. It's called Your Podcast Consultant. You can find that at podcastconsultants.com. Consultant. No, there's no S in that. And uh, all this will be at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 920. That one gained 83% of my audience. Wait, what, what, what'd you do? Well, again, remember when I asked, did you change anything? Well, yeah. In 2023, that show was twice a month. In 2024, it was once a week. I doubled my output and lo and behold, grew my audience. Again, grew kind of in quotation marks there. So is everything the same? Your content, your delivery, your timing, and your promotion. Well, okay, then maybe in some cases it was a technical problem with our good friends at Apple. But in a way, as much as you might want to get mad at them, silly Apple, you you ruined my, okay, but we are getting more accurate data. And isn't that a good thing? The ego will come back. Be careful with that. So before you tweak any of this, you're like, no, Dave, I'm going to keep going with my podcast. I cannot tell you enough. Get some feedback from people you trust because there is no sense. Zero, nada, zip. Promoting something that doesn't resonate with your listeners. And if you can get more than one opinion, that's the best. But from there, once you get the content down, then you can start promoting it. Now, if you're not getting your why, are you getting enjoyment from the process? I watched this documentary on Netflix. I think it was Netflix. It might've been on YouTube, but anyway, it's Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. And he actually found the van that Nirvana used to tour around in. And his whole thing was like, look, that used to be my life. That used to be my bed. And it kind of reminds him of where he went. And they said that back then, being in a band, yes, you loved playing music on a stage. I've done that for many years. And there is nothing better than just having this kick-butt groove going on and people are dancing on the floor. It is electric. You are giving out energy and it's coming back to you double the fold. It's amazing. Yes, that's great. But he said, really, if you want to make it as a musician going around from city to city in a van, you have to love the adventure. The fact that back then there wasn't GPS. And so just getting to the next city was an adventure. And the fact that maybe you hadn't had a shower in two days and you're in a stinky van with other stinky band members and some of them are battling drug problems and some of them are not. He said that was the whole process. So are you enjoying the process? And for that, I have a clip from the Podcasting 2.0 show. This is from Adam Curry, who if you're new to podcasting, he's one of the guys that invented podcasting. And Dave Jones, who is one of the guys that is leading the Podcasting 2.0 charge. And this is from the Podcasting 2.0 show. And Adam brings up a great question. And I have a question. Why is there this, and maybe it's just the podcast industrial complex, this growing your podcast. Mm. You know, I'm a little sick of the term because the whole world seems to be about growing your podcast and you have to have X amount of downloads. And I'm like, 
do people grow their tennis game or their golf game or just have fun playing golf and playing tennis? Not everybody has to be a pro. Is that, I mean, am I missing something here that, um, that you get into podcasting, it has to be a profession? It's the math of, uh, CPMs. It's all about about the advertising. How about, how about serving a community? And I love that line. And we're going to talk more about that a little later about things that kill your motivation. But let's stick with this idea of the fact that when you have a community, when the goal is to serve, that's a really good place to start. And so am I enjoying this process? Yeah. I enjoy going out and finding like that clip and going, that'll tie in nicely with this episode. I like the fact that I learned how to calculate year over year growth. And I used to teach Microsoft Excel for decades. So it kind of polished off some of my Microsoft uh, Microsoft Excel and Google Sheets. I was like, okay, in fact, I'll have a link in the show notes where you can put in like the current status and then you put like, I don't know, last month or last year and it'll calculate the year over year growth. If you want to put in your numbers, you can do that. Uh, but I think part of not losing your motivation in podcasting is loving the craft. I know that's people go, haven't you ever got sick of this episode? Have you ever want to quit? And I'll talk about some times a little later when I have not been as motivated, but I've never wanted to quit. And I think part of that is I am a creative person. I am a musician. I write uh, back in the day. I used to write Used to write poetry, man. Used to do that. So I, I'm just a creative person. And I realize not everybody may be that way, but not just really, again, when we talk about that creation, not just the talking part, but the actual art, it's your call what comes out of your mouth and how to say it and measuring the effect on your audience. Now, for me, it's kind of a puzzle. It's like the Play-Doh factory for those of you that remember that. Like what happens if I put this and this in there together and pull the handle and like what comes out the other side? So for me, and it kind of takes the pressure off, oh, it has to be perfect. For me, my podcast is an experiment because if you do want it to grow, and look, there's nothing wrong with wanting it to grow. I think we all, because if you're coming at it, from a standpoint of, I want to serve my audience. You want to serve out. You want to help everyone. I get that. But every now and then I do try something different. And if it works, well, you know what? I keep doing it. And if it doesn't, well, then I don't. And this is where one way you can keep your motivation. But the problem is it's more time and more work is having a community that can come in handy. That's one of the reasons why I like doing my live show. I really do that for instant feedback. I love that. You can have a a free community on Facebook if you want to. I don't really recommend that. And the reason for that, much like YouTube, people go, I have 8 million subscribers. And you look at their last video like, that's funny because you've only got, you know, a thousand views, but you have 8 million subscribers. Same thing. You can have a gazillion people in your Facebook group and then you post something and you got, wow, I got six and a half likes. So Facebook is easy and cheap, but it does take some work. And the the thing I hate about Facebook is I was banned from my own Facebook group for telling people that the live coaching starts. They're like, you're spamming your group. You're out. 
I was like, what? Yeah. There's also a Discord. I know Todd the Gator, because he does a show about video games, so it makes sense that he would use Discord. I, I, is it Discord or Discord? I, you know, that one, that's free. There are pay for tools. I think the cheapest one that used to be called Tribe is now called Better Mode. It is $20 a month. There's Heartbeat, which is $49 a month. Circle is $99 a month. Mighty Networks is $119 a month. I use Heartbeat. I love Heartbeat because you can actually do courses in it. And eventually I will probably be using that for my courses. But you could have a community and keep the conversation going between your podcast. That also helps you get ideas for your show. That might keep you motivated. But again, it takes some work because it can also sap the life out of you when it's just nothing but crickets. Oh, lovely. Here comes another 10-second tangent from Dave. Brilliant. Such absolute rubbish. Yeah, I need to throw this in here. I One of the things I hate about WordPress is their search capability. And I just spent five minutes and 28 seconds looking because I wanted to put all these things about growing your community. And I interviewed Jono Petrolis back on episode number 867 about how he grew a community. And I went to WordPress and typed in community. I typed in Facebook. I typed in Jono. I even remembered, I'm like, it's J-O-N something and nothing until I went into the back end of WordPress and found it that way. But people sometimes ask you, why are you not a fan of WordPress? Uh, that would be one. But getting back to the subject at hand here, that having a community can be helpful because you get that feedback. It just does take a lot of work. And that, especially that episode with Jono, is a great way. He explains kind of how to to get the activity up in that. I'll also put a link to Katie Kermitzos, talked about Facebook groups, things like that. But just keep in mind, when you don't get your why, you are susceptible to burnout. And we've all heard the thing when you fly on a plane, you know, in the event of a problem, put your oxygen mask on first and then address your children because if you don't put your oxygen mask on, well, then there's not going to be anybody there to put it on your kids. So take care of you. That's why you need your why. In a second, we're going to talk about what destroys your motivation and some ways that you can put gas back in your tank. So one of the things that can destroy your motivation, and I've done a few episodes on this, so I won't just rehash the old stuff, but comparing yourself to others. I had a member of the School of Podcasting. He said, does this ever, like, you think you should be getting more downloads? Like, does this ever get on your nerves? And depending on who you talk to, I was either the first or second podcast about podcasting. I was definitely the first to set up a course to teach people. And then came two of my friends, Cliff, Cliff Ravenscraft and John Lee Dumas. And I'm here to tell you, they flew right by me. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm doing podcasts about pod. What are you guys doing here? Hey. And that can really destroy your motivation because not only did they fly by me, but they turned it into a full-time income and just, you know, John Lee Dumas moved to Puerto Rico because he was making too much money. He was just, you know, his taxes were crazy. By the way, 
JLD, congrats on the new one. Now, did that hurt when others were more successful than I was? Uh, was I jealous? Well, let's ask another question, shall we? Uh, was I human? Yes. Well, then absolutely. Yeah, that bugged me. So what did I do? Well, it was basically this. Neither I looked at Cliff and I looked at John and uh, neither one of them had a job. John didn't have a family and I did at the time. They had money in the bank that enabled them to promote nonstop. I mean, I could go on, but in the end, I was an apple and they were an orange. We're talking two completely different things. And so the solution was to turn my focus from them and how are they doing this and what what do they have that I don't have? Nobody loves me, right? I turned from that and focused on my audience. And instead of being jealous of their income, celebrate their success because they both started with zero, no following, no giant network to promote them, just guys in a spare bedroom. And so I had to change my mindset. And when it comes to podcasting, I think success, part of that success is handling the mental challenges. And when we're talking about losing your motivation, that's really it. Now, if we want to compare ourselves to others, hey, let's, uh, let's just do that and destroy ourselves, shall we? According to Libsyn, now this is from September because of our good friends at Apple causing that problem. The median, meaning 50% get more and 50% get less than this number, is 139. The average is 1,346. That's from September of 2023. And on Buzzsprout, if you go to buzzsprout.com slash ads, their median is 31. And if you're thinking, wait, how can there be such a difference? 31 on Buzzsprout and 139 on Libsyn. Libsyn is the oldest podcast host. We are number one. We are the first. I'm the head of podcast education there. So I think that has something to do with that. I also know that Buzzsprout has a free program where your your downloads or your episodes get deleted after so many months. So it's a way to kick the tires on them. And I think maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe you have some people over there that aren't fully committed. And so they kind of start and they're like, ah, I'm just going to kick the tires on that. And so that is something comparing yourself to others can really just ruin your mindset on that. And I think some of that too is ego. And so this is where, again, if you know your why and you're not getting your why, let's say I started this to get speaking gigs. Okay. Are you mentioning where you're speaking now? If you have those and are you letting your audience know you're available for speaking? And many times we're not getting the things that we are not asking for. And no, that's not something that's not a blooper. We're not getting what we're not asking for. We do that a lot. I have a friend of mine and the one day I was talking about my book, Profit From Your Podcast. And he goes, wait, you have a book? And I go, yeah, through uh, Skyhorse Publishing. He goes, dude, I've never heard you mention your book. So one of the reasons I probably don't get enough sales of Profit From Your Podcast available at ProfitFromYourPodcast.com is because I don't mention it. We don't get what we don't ask for. And so that might be one of the reasons why you're not getting your why 
is you are not gearing your content to steer your audience in that direction. The hard part of podcasting is knowing your why, although that's not really hard, but you do need to really figure that out. Then your who, who is this for, and everyone is not an answer. And then how can I talk about content that keeps the who engaged while getting them towards my why? So quit comparing yourself to others. It's not going to do anyone any good and probably going to deflate you. So focus on your audience instead. The School of Podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing that can just sap the life out of you, if you let it, are trolls. And if you're going to get on the internet, you're going to get a troll. And the goal of the troll is to make you feel bad or sad, but more importantly, mad. And they participate in the national pastime in America, recreational outrage, right? They just want to make you mad. And so what I thought I would do is I went out to Podgagement. I'll have a link to that out in the show notes. This is a tool that brings in all the ratings and reviews from Apple and Good Pods and all these other places. And I went in and said, hey, let's look at all the reviews that gave me one star. So here's one from uh, Giuseppe from October 2022. Overproduced infomercial. That's what he typed. I I used to listen to this podcast every week. Dave Shtick always bothered me, which is why I said, start the show, uh, female singer. Some people hate it when I say hit it, ladies, but I was being snarky. Uh, But the promise of helpful podcast tips kept me coming back week after week. It finally dawned on me that he wasn't really providing anything except ads for his school, and his guests are always the same. Retread. David Jackson, psychopants. That's what he put. Psychopants. All right. Everything. Dave's content, the ads, the guests. The answer to his question of the month, all of it is all just an overproduced sales pitch. If you want to listen to a used car salesman tell you you don't know anything about cars while trying to sell you or trying to upsell you, give this podcast a listen. Thank you, Giuseppe. Uh, Ad-filled fluff came from Violet back in 2022. This show puts in the least amount of energy necessary. Recycled sketchy opinions and sketchy advice and sketchy services dripping with a dude caster energy. That's, I got to use that. For, I got to get a t-shirt that just says dude caster. Uh, this show doesn't know what it doesn't know and doesn't care and make sure your audience knows it. And some kind of pr- postured brag uh, podcasting needs to do better than this. Uh, and she liked that so much. She left it twice once on the fifth and once on the seventh. So thank you for not one, but two one star reviews, Violet. You're, you're an overachiever. And the first one I have here is from March 2010, back in the day, from my good friend Jay Widget, who I believe later came back and gave me a five-star review, if I remember right. But this one says, not good, not enough thought. It's a commercial for bad services. So there is a name for these people. Now, they're not so much trolling me because they're not, well, they might be trying to make me mad or sad or glad or something that rhymes with ad and, uh, but they're, they want to, in some cases, people just do that. That's how they get their jollies. And so I'm going to have to bring out a second dose of uh, bleep sound effects. But this is one of my favorite quotes on trolls from Mark Marin. That's why I've taken to doing these Instagram lives some mornings and having coffee with all the strangers, even 
controls that love me. I've decided that if you have a troll that is a repeat customer, they're in love with you. And they're just dying for you to get mad at them because that's how they experience love. I think many of them may be masturbating while they're attacking you on Twitter or on Instagram or wherever you, uh, you roll comments. A lot of them are just, uh, it's, it's deep down, it's just a frustrated love. And they just want daddy to yell at them. They want to make daddy mad so they know daddy cares. F*** trolls. Trolls, the biggest rule, I, I researched this. And the number one rule, over and over and over again, it's four simple words. Don't feed the trolls. They thrive on attention, just like Mark was talking about. So avoid engaging with them or feeding into their behavior. Ignoring trolls can often lead them to lose interest because they're like, well, this person isn't going to get mad at me. And... In many cases, their comments are driven by their desire to provoke you. Now, in some cases, if you do want to reply, use humor. I had a guy once that would just blow his mind. He would just lose it anytime I had a typo. And I did my best to make sure they weren't there. I'm much better at that. So trolls, in some cases, have a point. But he went away. He'd be like, I'm never listening to this show again. And then literally six months later, I'd have another typo. I can't believe you are charging people for your services when you don't know how to spell this. And I'd be like, hey, I thought you weren't listening anymore. I'm like, dude, you're a fan. So it was funny. And then he he really went away for a long time. And I, there was something on YouTube and they didn't like. And I was like, oh, I've missed you so much. So sometimes you can do that. You do want to set boundaries, especially if you are what you can do is is ban the comment. You know, if it's on Facebook or someplace, you can block them. So use that. Why? You don't have to put up with abuse. Block them. You can delete the comment. So, you know, set some boundaries. Some people will make kind of a terms of service that say, look, if you do this and this and that, I will block you. So if they're like, hey, dude, how come so-and-so got to say that? And yeah, you blocked my thing. You can like, look, here's the terms of service. Now, the other thing you might want to do is take screenshots of people with really nasty comments because there there are different levels of trolls. Mine have been pretty much harmless, but you do want to document any abuse, take screenshots, and then whether it's Instagram or wherever, be sure to document that because sometimes you can say, look, this this person is going, you know, way past the the regular stuff. So, and then the other thing, this is one is kind of silly. Uh, again, not only don't feed them by responding. Maybe don't read them. In some cases, that's not a bad idea. And instead, and we'll talk about this in a second, focus on positive things. And in some cases, educate your audience. I know in the past, I've mentioned some negativity I got. And it was like, everyone's like, all right, everybody, we're meeting at Dave's house. Pitchforks and torches. We're going to go after these guys. You're like, ooh, I didn't realize I had so much power. But the bottom line is, do not, I know it's hard, do not engage. That's what they want. They want to make you mad. Do not feed the trolls. Another great quote about trolls comes from YouTube from a guy's channel. His name is Rick Beato. He often has videos like, why is this song good? And here is his comment on trolls because he has millions of people watching his channel. And I always say, if somebody writes a negative comment, it's about them. 
If somebody writes a positive comment, it's about them. It doesn't matter how many great things somebody might say in the comment section about me or how many bad things they say. I always realize that the comments are really talking through their experiences. And while I appreciate when people say nice things, I never really take it to heart in that way. Because you can't you can't really think about those kind of things, especially on the the on the level when you get, you know, whatever. I don't know how many comments I get per video, but I get a lot of comments. I get a lot of views in my videos. So don't get tied up in things like that. Do things that you believe in. That to me is the most important thing. And don't lose your perspective because I read those four one-star reviews. That is 0.9. Not even 1%. That is 0.9% of all of my reviews are one star. And it's funny because that last one about a bad show for a bad whatever it was, I used to have that memorized. We remember the one star reviews and yet we can't quote a single five star. So focus on the five star reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One last thing that can rip the motivation out of your show is that is when you attempt to monetize very quickly. And the steps are plan, launch, grow, and monetize. And many times we skip plan, we go right to launch, we ignore grow and try to monetize. So now, not only are you spending a lot of time on your show because you're new at it, but you're also trying to monetize it. And so you're focused not on your audience, and growing your audience, you're focused on making money and you aren't making any because, well, you kind of skip step three of growing your audience to which people then go, hey, so like how many people do I need to make money? And look, you can put ads in your show from day one for your product or service. Or if you want to have affiliate marketing and things like that, just keep in mind that somewhere between two to maybe 5%, more likely 3% are going to take action depending on how niche your show is. And of course, your mileage may vary. But I always say start out doing it because you love the process, because you're doing it for fun, grow that audience, and then monetize. Because when you add the pressure of not only am I wasting time, but I'm not making any money, that will kill you. So why add that pressure? Let's first see, can we make a podcast that people actually want to listen to? And can I attract the people that I'm trying to attract? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get any kind of engagement from your audience that somebody says, hey, I like that last episode, find a way to save that. Whether that's, you know, adding a tag to it in Gmail or making a folder that's called Great Comments or storing it in Evernote or Notion or whatever you're using, Apple Notes, find a way to save that because there are going to be days that you're not as jazzed about doing your podcast as you normally are. So have a way to remind yourself when you look at that email from Susan or Billy or whoever that says, man, I'm so glad I found your show because that can put gas back in your tank. Now, the other thing that can rob you of your motivation is a lack of sleep. 
Now this sounds kind of a duh. I can tell you right now, I just came back. She's fine. But I had to go help my sister because she went to the grocery store and passed out. Like literally like, you know, she passed out. They called an ambulance. And it turns out, and my sister's older than I am, and she had stayed up way, 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 way later. Like, you know, and got like three hours of sleep before she went to church. She didn't really eat anything when she woke up. And then her and her boyfriend were walking to the grocery store because it's like blocks from her house. And I kind of had to explain to my sister, I don't know if you realize this or not, but I know I'm the youngest, but we are getting older. And there are things that we can't do that we used to do. So that whole thing of like, yeah, I'll get three hours of sleep, eat no food, you know, don't drink any water while you're at it. Please dehydrate yourself. That's helpful. And then wonder why we passed out. So the whole, I'll sleep when I'm dead, that can be arranged. And sometimes you don't want to do it because you're just physically done. And that's one of those three things. I haven't said this one in a while. You need three things to be a successful podcast. One is your physical, your physical well-being. Because again, if you don't put the oxygen mask on you, there's no podcast. The second one is support from your family. So let's say that's your partner, your spouse, whoever, they have to be okay giving you time to do this podcast. And if they're not, and they're like, you're going in there again? Didn't you just die? Right? We've all like a cat. We, when you don't have the support, what does that do? Then it kind of ruins your mental. Now we're stressed out. We're freaking out. And what happens then is because you need physical support and mental. So when the support isn't there, it ruins your mental. And when your mental capabilities, you're all stressed out or whatever, and it's just not fun anymore, it's ruined that creative experience. A lot of times our default is I'll sleep when I'm dead. So we shoot ourselves in the physical elm and that's no good. And when you don't feel good, you also then usually don't want to do the podcast. So that ruins your mental You need all three of these. And so those are other things that can kind of sap the motivation because if you don't have your physical health, your mental health, and the support of your family and those around you, it makes it really, really hard to podcast. And that can lead to lack of motivation because it's just too much of a hassle. And then the show dies. I have started at least three times to do an Akron, Ohio podcast. I want to play in the local space. I want to see what it's like. I On paper, it looks like it should work. And so I would do it. But that required me to do a good podcast. And I just don't have that passion. I don't really, I try to do it without talking about sports. I kind of wanted to be kind of like the daily show a little bit just for Akron, Ohio on what was going on. And in the end, I just don't have the passion for it. And I also thought, if I could do this and I interviewed local businesses, then I might get some business. I might actually talk them into starting a podcast. And again, just that takes a lot of work and I've got a lot of things going on and it just dawned on me. I'm like, okay, so I'm losing the motivation to do this show. Am I enjoying the experience? Not really because getting the information, there isn't many newspapers and there's not a lot of data on Akron, Ohio. Now on one hand, 
that's a red flag. Hey, Dave, you should start this because people are probably looking for hyper-local content. Yeah, that's true, but that means I have to be the reporter. I don't have time for that. Long story, and I'm not getting any referrals. I'm just not getting anything. And it's because I just don't want to do the show is what it amounts to. So what I'm going to do is see if I can't contact somebody in the local government. Hey, you guys give me the content. I'll assemble it for you because that I would love to do, but I'm not getting my why. And consequently, I'm like, yeah, this, this one's done. I need to find something else to do with this. And I think with my resume that I have so far on the podcast, I can use that to maybe have the city of Akron hire me to do a podcast. Now, that motivation of money in my pocket, that inspires me to want to keep doing the podcast. So in some cases, when you go, yeah, I'm not getting my why, I'm not really having fun doing it, the question then becomes, so why are you doing it? And in this one, the reason I, I tried it a third time, I really, I see on paper how this should work. And I think it would. I've seen many people now that are doing local shows. I just have the time and I don't have the passion. And so I've just was like, there are other things that I am very passionate about, like your podcast website.com that'll be coming out later this year that I was like, yeah, you can't do 50 million podcasts and have them be good. I have many test shows that I do that you'll see my name on that I sometimes think I should put a different name on because they're not good. It's just me testing Buzzsprout. It's just me testing Blueberry. It's just me. They're, they're not real shows, but they have my real name on them. And sometimes I wonder if I'm ruining my brand by putting out these extremely meh kind of shows. In some cases, you're just like, you know what? And just because you put one show to bed because you're like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Why am I doing this? It just means that maybe that was your warm up act. And now you're ready to start the podcast that you really want to start at that really has that passion, that really has that need to serve. I know many a podcaster that their first podcast, just for whatever reason, again, it might've been timing, it might've been content, it might've been delivery, it might've been promotion. It just didn't trigger anybody to share it. And they eventually just said, yeah, I'm done with this. And then they found what they were really looking for on their second podcast. I don't recommend, said the guy with at least four podcasts, doing more than one. Because I just heard this, uh, Capshovians Live, you've heard me talk about Deidre over at Capshow, put a link to that in the show notes. They had an event and one of the people that were speaking at that said, and I was like, you know what? I don't know if that's for real, but I like that idea that if you spend an hour making your podcast and as I look at my toggle, I've just been recording this for 42 minutes so if I spend 42 minutes making, and that's just the recording part, I should spend an equal amount of time trying to promote it. So if you spend four hours making your podcast, you should spend four hours promoting it. And I was like, I don't think that's the current ratio that I have. But hopefully this is going to help you identify what you need to identify and tweak what you need to tweak so that you can keep your motivation and keep going with your podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, when we know our why, we can sometimes resurrect that motivation that was kind of let out of the balloon. And as for getting your ego stepped on, which again, I'm raising my hand. There were times when I'm like, hey, I was here first. 
if people are stepping on your ego, it's because it's probably too big and it's in the way. Refocus on your audience. And if I know what drives me nuts now, for the record, if we're going to be honest, is when I see people that are selling hope for three easy payments, because money's just going to fall from the sky. And you and I both know that's not the case. And they're quoting their listen note stats and all the other things that drives me bonkers. I just want to scream like an old man, get off my lawn. But it does inspire me to want to market more and just make it harder for them to pass me by. Hopefully they're not. If you want to help me with that, by the way, if you know another podcaster that's like, hey, I don't know if this podcast thing is going to work, share this with them. Say, hey, this might put some gas back in your tank. It might give you some perspective. It might give you some strategies to keep you going with your podcast. I would really greatly appreciate that. You can just tell them to go to schoolofpodcasting.com as well. And while they're out there, of course, they can use the coupon code LISTENER. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. And if you ever wonder why I spell that, you'd be surprised what people type in, trying to type in the word listener. I should have made it like with the coupon code A-A-A, which is not the coupon code, it's listener. L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. When you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription, and of course that comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, it comes with unlimited one-on-one coaching. I just had a brand new person again that said, so this unlimited thing, How does that, and I'm like, if it's on the schedule and it fits your schedule, take it. I I will jump off that bridge when people go, I can't schedule you. You're not available. It's, we're not there yet. So sign up, use the coupon code listener. And I thank you so much for listening until next week. That's going to do it. Take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. Oh, and if you're asking Dave, where's the question of the month, please hit the rewind button a few times and listen to the part where I say I had to go pick up my sister who had passed out in a grocery store. I'll get it to you next week. In the meantime, enjoy some bloopers. And if you ever have flown a plane, which I have not, but I've flown on planes, ah, that doesn't make any sense. Mouth. So... Think of this like a stool, a three-legged school, a school. Yeah. Okay. That's good. No, it's. So think of it like a three-legged stool and you need the physical, you need the support, and you need that third thing that I can't remember. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, mental. Yes. Yes. The thing I don't have right now. Mental. Mental.